Greetings, good people. We have returned. Because we are the prodigal son. The prodigal. Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. Yes, we discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. My name is Mark, and I'm joined by Jed Allen. (laughs) I knew that was coming. Jed and (laughs) Allen. Um, what episode was that? I don't know. It was like fifth, sixth, maybe something like that. But I, no, yeah. I think it should stick. Whenever we just, <laughs> and I'm okay coming. Oh, like on the it might back be twelve half. episode twelve. I'm okay with the back half. Jed can go first. Oh, Jed Allen. Jed Allen. Um, I'm joined <laughs> <Yes>. by. <laughs> I'm joined by Jed and Allen. Um, Arwen is still out on parental leave, and Billy <laughs> is at work at the moment of recording. How are you guys? That's good. I'm good. I'm good. Doing, doing okay. Pretty sleepy, but that's okay. Can't seem to get Hamilton out of my head. But yeah. Same. <laughs> oh, that's such a good musical. <laughs> Anyone want to rewatch it? Let's rewatch it. Dude, I I went on YouTube and I found the 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 cartoon version. Like, oh, somebody, somebody animated it. That's so good. Oh, yeah. nice. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna search that up. Animated right. the whole <laughs> two hour and forty. Yeah, minutes. man. What? <laughs> yeah, and apparently, apparently YouTube took it down, but I guess other other like people like took it before they took it down and they just re. They reinserted it or they re up, uh, reloaded it. So, oh, so just like, it's up there for now. I guess. It's like pandemic. Wow. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> really, I went there. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. Uh, in this episode, we will try to tackle the topic of. Not Hamilton or not YouTube videos that keep getting taken down. Uh, this episode, we will try to tackle the topic of spiritual gifts. We see Ooh. these featured in the book of Acts uh, and talked about in the letters of the Apostle mm-hmm. Paul. Um, but what are they specifically? How do we get them? Those questions and a couple more we will try to answer today in this episode. So without further ado, let's get biblical. Biblical. I want to get biblical. (laughs) Biblical. How many people do you think get that reference? Honestly. (laughs) You know what? I think anyone in my generation should. Really? Yeah, because like Glee was Glee also kind of brought oh, that up too. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, with some yes. some of their covers. So anyone, I think in my generation, anyone who's watched <laughs> Glee at least, but I don't know about like the Gen Z population at least. Not sure if they get it. 
Thanks, Glee. Thanks, Glee. Um, hey, did you know? Like, I started to whatever. Oh yeah, nice. She's missing. That, yeah, the Glee girl. Oh my gosh. So hopefully they found her because like who's missing? The Glee N- girl. Naya. Um, yeah, Spanish. This Santina yeah. from the thing Latina, from yeah. the show. Oh, and yeah, apparently she they, rented a boat. Yeah, and they went out on the water with her they, son. With her son, son, and they found him sleeping in the boat, but they didn't find her. Yeah, and Ooh, that sounds strange. like a mystery. Oh man! Yeah, I hope they find her. Hope That's why it turns out well. <clears throat> yeah, I hope it turns out well. We're praying for her and her loved ones. Um, yeah, we hope that she's safe. So. Spiritual gifts. Um, a good way to start the conversation about spiritual gifts is to just define them, define it. So, what are spiritual gifts? Go, Jen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's like um, it's not limited to the abilities and skill of a person. Um, but it is in accordance to like kind of like the it's like the the tools so spiritual gifts are the tools uh abilities the skills um that that equip a person to do the ministry god calls them to do okay yeah so let's say if someone is called to be serving uh, in a particular place, then you know there, there's there's certain gifts and there's certain skills and tools that they're equipped with to do that, and so kind of like spiritual gifts is 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 that mm. kind of like that, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. I would add that it's the purpose mainly is to is for the church to build up the church, um, and so there's a purpose to what. Uh, to what we're given and it's not just so that we can find our place um in the church even though that is a thing right um it goes a little bit deeper than okay you're the eye you're the hand you're the foot you're the ear that sort of thing it's a little bit different than that um but it is towards you know building up the church not just for figuring out you know where you are your identity you know there is a purpose to it and that you're given, which in my mind means that, hey, uh, everybody that's, that, that accepts Jesus and, and accepts um, being part of the body of Christ, that God does have a plan for you because everybody has a spiritual mm-hmm. gift, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so when you're there, God has a plan for you. That also means that you got to do something, right? It's not just for you to... You know, just kind of just coast off and like now that you're in, you're in, right? And you you sit back and watch other people sort of like, you know, think, do things for you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like my thing about spiritual gifts. So what are some examples of spiritual gifts? Gift of cynicism. No, I'm just joking. That's not. Somebody said that to me, and that's all, every time somebody what? asks me about spiritual no, gifts, oh that's the God. first thing that comes to my mind. This is the, oh. the spiritual gift of cynicism. No, that's not one. But. 
but I'm just, I'm just joshing with you guys. <laughs> so in the book of Acts, there are many examples. Mm-hmm. Um, the there's um, descriptively in terms of you know the the events that happened, uh, the Bible described them. An example would be healing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So someone can have an extraordinary power when you know when the Holy Spirit gives them the gift that anyone who that person touches will be healed. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's there's really three main passages outside of outside of Acts because Acts kinds of sees shows us. Um, the application of it in real terms like this is what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and sort of like mm-hmm. you know that's um, when the in in acts it shows us uh, you know that that this is sort of like the process um, when the Holy Spirit comes uh, but it's found in Romans 12 it's found in first Corinthians 12 and Ephesians 4 mm-hmm. right? so if you guys are at home and you're listening those are the places that it's found and it's described basically. And there's a bunch of them. Yeah. There are a bunch of them. I think something like to important to really point out um is I mean, like I think Alan already brought it up. I mean, the spirit, spiritual gifts come from God. It's not something that like we can kind of like create on our own. You know, it's not like one day we wake up and we're just like, Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, just do this right um spiritual gifts come from god um it's it's the way that god has been like you know shaping you in that throughout your life or um but in how do i explain this wow i'm losing words but yeah like spiritual gifts really come from like uh like really knowing who jesus is and what he's done on the cross and how he uh, rose again like believing in him um having a deep relationship with him that inevitably like comes like leads to you like really understanding what his grace is and and there's a lot of passages that just point out that you know spirit the spiritual gifts are given to each one of us you know um in the respects of how god's grace has been poured on to each one of us yeah so yeah you can also have more than one Mm -hmm. Uh, you can also have more than one um but everybody has at least one Everybody yeah. gets at least one, so <clears throat> don't think that you don't that you kind of get left out on the boat and you don't get anything because you get something. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as we said before, you know, you as a part of the church, you as a part of the body, is meant to contribute to its health and its growth, right? Uh, and God equips you to do that in its uh, in the way that He that He believes that you are best suited to do. Right, and so he will tailor make your. I mean, he'll tell tailor, you know, which gift that he gives to you, um, and that fits with things like your your character, your personality, mm-hmm. your experiences, your opportunities that he sees that will happen, um, you know, uh, uh, as you go along on your journey. So all of that he takes into account, uh, and so, and True. it is it is uh, administered by the Holy Spirit, right. Yep. What is, so my professor said this uh, in university, he said, spiritual gifts are just 
Um, spiritual gifts are talents that you use for God. Okay. So you can have certain talents and it's not a spiritual gift until you use those talents for God. What do you guys think about that? Um, I'm, I think, yes, I think talents can be like spiritual gifts from God. Um, that latter part, I'm not too sure of, um, that, you know, there's spiritual gifts once you start using them. Cause that means like, Oh, like if I grew up and I had this talent and I start using them, I could technically use them without, you know, having a single thought about who God is. Right. Um, so I think, um, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, like we, we, we do develop talents over time. I think, you know, that's from, you know, the blessings that God has, you know, given to each one of us according to his grace. Right. Um, but I also think that uh, those there's like not a limitation, but there's only so far that those talents can bring us. Um, and the, we can go farther when we have, when we come to know who Christ is and we, we come to know his grace. Um, so let's, for example, like, you know, with singing, right? Like, uh, like some of us are here singers or some of us are here musicians, you know, and, you know, irrespective of if we knew Christ, you know, uh, at an early years, we would, we might have already been, you know, delving into it, right? That's for a different conversation, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah, um, but I, but, um, but let's say if we didn't know Christ then, and we already have this passion for music and, and you musicianship, like other people who don't know Christ do. Right. Um, God, I think, but I believe God has crafted each one of us uh, for a purpose. I believe God has created us uh, as, um, as, as beings who function in accordance to his purpose. And we will not be able to function properly without knowing who we are underneath who Christ is, right? And so when we know Christ, we're able to function properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're able to know yeah. what, how we should function. And so with these abilities, with these talents that we grew up with, then we're like, oh, so this is why God has blessed me with these. Oh, this is what he's been like really guiding me through. Oh, this is how he wants me to use this musicianship. This is how he wants me to use his voice. This is how he wants me to use the things that he, you know, like, playing the piano or playing the guitar. And so yeah. that kind of shapes into something that's more fuller, something that's more satisfactory, not for ourselves, but for the mission that God has kind of like put onto us here on earth. Um, that the last thing, sort of the, the last portion of what your professor said, um, I'm wondering if there's, does he, did he give a little bit more context to it? Because I understand the approach where you can have this gift, but it doesn't turn into a spirit. Like, is he saying like, it doesn't turn into a spiritual gift until you actually use it for God. Yeah. Um, did he say anything about what happens if you don't use it for God? Cause my, my, does it stop being like a spiritual gift? Cause the one thing that I, that I, that I have trouble with is um, like, I have trouble um, seeing somebody not having the, the the potential to abuse it right like there's some things there's some gifts like like the gift of prophecy well no the gift of um of being a pastor right yeah well maybe you could abuse that but like the gift of administration right you cannot use it for god and just use it for your work i think the biblical sort of uh example of that is abusing the gift of prophecy 
right? And we see that particularly the biggest sort of like the, the biggest um, sort of poster child for that abuse is Balaam, right? He did it for money. Uh, it's just that God got a hold of him on that one particular story, right? And he shifted it. But we find out later on, like he just kept going on um, and uh, he didn't escape sort of like the ramifications of, of abusing the, the, uh, the gift that God had given him. So, mm. so I mean, I, I don't know if, like, I don't know if it's per, like the, the, like it stops being a spiritual gift because as I understand it, a gift is a gift. If you give it, it's a gift, right? Without yeah. getting anything in return, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But you can't take, I mean, I guess you could take it back. But if you're still using it, it's still a gift that was given by the Holy Spirit, mm. right? Mm -hmm, um, yeah. But you still, I mean, there's still the, there's still the potential. There's still the, the danger of, of abusing it, right? Mm. Um, for your own purposes, for your own agenda, for your own glory, right? Gift of prophecy, gift of healing, right? Um, you know, you can abuse that to like, hey, yeah, come over here. I'll, I'll I'll heal you in the name of Jesus, but for money, yeah, con contribute to the cause. You we're not going to do this unless you give like contribute, but uh, with a minimum of three hundred dollars or something like that. Mm -hmm. right? And uh, I think that's why you know Christians and Christian faith healers get like a really bad rap uh, mm -hmm. because you know there's a lot of abuse that goes on along there, and a lot of you know kind of shady things that go. Uh, that happened with that. So yeah, I think you can abuse it. I think you can you can fake it and and misappropriate it um, and scam people certain ways. Mm -hmm. Maybe so. I don't know faking gifts. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to go down this route. <laughs> just, let's just stick to the good stuff <laughs> i think my yeah i think my professor was just trying to compare talent to spiritual gift he didn't go further it's like what happens if you stop using these spiritual gifts for god right he was just comparing comparing yeah talent to spiritual gift and when you know like the moment that talent turns into spiritual gift but he didn't go further than that mm -hmm. um but yeah i like what you guys said um, is there any biblical evidence of how it is distributed? Like, why do some people have certain gifts and others have, like, why people have certain gifts and why people have other gifts? So why did, for example, why do I have, just for example, I don't have the gift <laughs> of healing. Um, why don't all of us have the gift of healing pretty much? And why don't all of us have the gift of preaching? Mm -hmm. um, or why, if we can use these things for the glory of God, then why is it distributed to certain people and not to others? I think, I think in, the, in the, the bigger picture of it all, like we see in, in numerous places in Scripture, uh, like in Romans, in the book of Ephesians, um, that there's this idea uh, in this big picture of uh, just one body, right? And one body with different parts, right? With Christ as the head, as it says, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we think of like a human body, we have, you know, we have a heart. You know, there's a heart that functions and in, intakes, in, in you know, blood, oxygen that comes from the lungs. Lungs has its own function, right? 
uh, oxygen uh, it it you know it 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 takes in oxygen and it takes out carbon dioxide and then we got like the muscles and then we got like the individual cells and just different types of cells the differentiated cells the stem cells uh, and then there's just, you know, there's, then there's, we have nerves and, you know, so there's just a bunch of different components uh, that go, you know, to the small, to the smallest, even to the micro details of life. And, and each one needs to function correctly. And if one fails, it leads to death. And so I find that interesting because it's, it's so, it's very, it's very similar. And I think this is a, there's a, there's a reason why Paul paints this picture to the Romans and, and the reason why he paints this picture to Ephesus. Did Paul write Ephesians or was it Peter? I don't know. It was Paul, right? Paul. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and so I, th- I think, well, yeah. So I think God has blessed each one of us with different gifts because we are part of somewhere in the body you know like maybe maybe mark's the heart maybe i'm the lungs maybe alan's the vocal cords you know i <laughs> i don't know you know hey, you're the vocal cords <laughs> <laughs> and i think we all together we all need each other and i think the needing each other is really important because if we all have the same role then you know then we don't necessarily need each other i think uh allow having some kind of differences between us allows us to work together because there is a cohesive goal that we have to attain together yeah i think you touched on a good point is that you know we can't all be the one thing and i think there's there's really there there's also like a really um practical application to this is that you know, the first one that comes up to me is is the gift of administration. We can't if we're all administratively, um, you know, inclined. You know how much fighting we'd be doing if, if it was just like, no, we got to do it this way, no, we got to do it that way. We're all just kind of because everybody has different preferences. They different see different. Uh, they see different scenarios and different angles, right? Uh, they'll have different sort of like, you know, ideas of what's more important, how how we go about it. So if you know, say we're all administ uh, all administrators, we you know we won't get anything done because we'll all just be like, you know, arguing and stuff. And then to mm. to the you know to the detriment of healing or the detriment of just serving, right? We don't have people that do, that do that. And so I think a lot of it has to do with time and opportunity, right? and space right i mean we're still locked into you know uh into physics where we have where we're we're bound by the laws of time and space right uh we can't all just be you know administration as administration administrators right there's only really should be like one person and you know somebody that that helps them out that helps them no one will get the job done (laughs) just joking (laughs) i I like how you I, I like how you put that out. Yeah. I like how you put that out like the fact that like um you know we're all limited with in terms of time and space. We can't be everywhere, right? We can't be as administrators, we can't be serving at the same time. It's like we see the function of a church. You can't be the welcome team slash pastor slash person in the congregation slash person leading out and praise team. You can't be all of that all at the one same time. Mm-hmm. Uh and because and and so I th- and yeah so it, because we can't um I, I that, that's just that's really interesting because then God has really called us to you know different places um 
and to serve at uh, different places in to the best of the abilities that he's given us. And I think it's not to say that like we can't serve in other roles. Like it's not to say that I can't be in like, you know, uh, at the welcoming team or I can't be part of like uh, the ushers or whatnot. Right. Yeah. But, um, but there's a place that there's a place, you know, quote unquote, what the place is, but there's a space, there's a place where God has really crafted us to really just like, in I guess lack of better words, full potential that he's provided us in. I'm lacking words right now. <laughs> yeah. No, here and and the other thing I wanted to say is is that uh, even though there were limited to time and space, there are some gifts that lend itself to doubling up, right? That you can allow for crossover and it'll just be good for everybody else. Like the gift of giving, right? You can't have enough giving, right? In that regard, right? So everybody can have that one. It doesn't matter what the other what the other gifts that they have or, you know, whatever people are there with it. You can have the gift of exhortation. You can't have enough exhortation, you know, with enough people and trying to encourage each other and, and, and helping each other out. Right. Uh, and so there are some gifts that are out there that, that do lend itself to doubling up and, and overlap with, with other members. But if you have like a bunch of administrators, if you have a bunch of leaders, if you have a bunch of, of pastors, a bunch of teachers, you know, all in the same spot. Like it's either, it's either you'll crash into each other, you'll double up, or, or it'll just be repetitive. Whatever things that you're saying, or you know, whatever. I mean, or the work that it's getting done, it's not efficient because everybody's just like ah, on this one spot. But then, yeah, you know, uh, other parts get neglected. Mm-hmm. You know what I picture is just, you know, like when Paul talks about the church as a body um i just picture like people who want to have not people but like the way that we've described like why there's such a distribution of different gifts to other people um is because you know there's just need there needs to be diversity right within the church and so what i picture is a body of filled with arms <laughs> instead of legs and like hands instead of feet <laughs> just, yeah it's um yeah it's a monster it's unnatural yeah. <laughs> yeah. natural so yeah you guys bring a good point um you know like when it comes to let's say basketball teams right not everyone can be a center or mm-hmm. like you'll need a point guard you'll need a shooting guard small forward power forward apparently not center. according to houston Right. Those guys that's why like, they yeah. haven't won a championship how can you have pj tucker as center <laughs> how do you not have a guy over six eight They're like everybody's just like six five or yeah anyways so everyone has a different role and and i think that's also a danger that we need to um, be be careful of because mm-hmm. if we if we over emphasize certain gifts over others, then people who don't have those gifts and who are called by God to have certain gifts that we don't car- categorize as like the more special ones, mm-hmm. then they'll feel bad about themselves, right? Yeah, and um, you know they they there was problems with that right before because it's just like so like the tongues thing was a huge thing 
right? Even in the early church, right? It's like if yeah. you didn't have the gift of tongues, you didn't have the you didn't have the Holy Spirit. But I th- I feel also the reason why I mean just to put that aside for a second, one of the other reasons why I think that you know there's a distribution of different gifts to everybody is that it's supposed to foster a healthy appreciation from for other people, mm. right? And you know it, it, it's trying to avoid like. Well, he's a better administrator than you are, and he, you know, he heals better than you. He heals faster than you do, right? And you know, he World teaches writer. better than you do, right? Even though that happens, right? Yeah. Um, it's supposed to, like, yeah, help us to have an appreciation of of what other people do that's different than us, and that we need each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and so we're supposed to value each other, even though you know we can, like you said, we you we've as a church we've also taken it the other way where it's just like yeah these gifts are because they're a little bit more visible uh than others that tends to be the more important right mm-hmm. um and some of them it's it's hard not to like i mean there's the gift of apostleship right is he you know who's an apostle now right? because one of the one of the things about being an apostle is that you have had to have like you've had to have like sort of this encounter with Jesus himself yeah, as an apostle. Right. So there's a, that's like one of the main categories. Yeah. That's one of the main characters. It's like one of the, the I think there is, there's a hierarchy. I think there's a hierarchy to yeah. it. I think Paul did. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's that, that aspect of it is, but mm-hmm. that, that should, that still shouldn't take away from the fact that, you know, everybody, uh, contributes and you need to appreciate and value each uh, each person as valuable you know as important to the whole thing because you know we're I, I wouldn't want to call this a machine but you know you take out one of the gears on a machine and maybe does, like jed was saying it doesn't work right and so you know you kind of need everybody and you have to value everybody as you know uh as somebody that uh is is important to you know, the body of Christ. That's important to the church. So mm-hmm. I think that that's something that we, we all have to kind of like work on um, yeah. because it's, it's in some parts, it's hard not to like, yeah. I mean, if you, if you had somebody with, dude, there was this one time we had, um, uh, we were in Frenda, uh, which is, uh, uh, sorry, it's a, it's a Christian retreat for our church. Right. And so, um, for the guest speaker for that weekend, for our winter retreat that weekend, was a guy that um, that had dreams, that could talk to God, that God talked to him in dreams, right? And I just remember people just flocking to him, right? Because yeah. that's such, number one, that's just uber cool, right? Number two, it's so useful. It's just like, you want to ask him, you know, can you, can you, does God, can God have, can you ask God if he has like a thing for me? Right. Like a, like a message. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a bunch of us wanted from him. Like this ability to, to have messages from God, to prophesy, if you will. Yeah. Right. And so how do you not like kind of just get starry eyed with somebody that prophesies? Right. Particularly mm-hmm. if it happened in this day, if it happens in this day and age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, but as you know, the original thing we were saying is that you know, we still need to understand that these gifts are given for 
you know, to, to, to help the church be stronger and to edify and to encourage and, you know, and to build up the church. And so mm-hmm. each of these, these gifts, they're all important, you know, mm-hmm. in, in their own right. right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there's dangers that, however, unfortunately, that we, you know, these dangers that we fall into yeah. when we're talking about spiritual gifts, gifts and, and, you know, other people. Yeah. It's, it's really hard when like there's, there's different gifts that are more appreciated or more valued than others. Um, and it just kind of like causes a lot of like negative effects to a lot of people. I know for myself, like growing up, I always wondered like, Oh, how come I can't be like this person? Oh, how come I can't you know lead out like that person or to do this or to do that. And um, I remember like when I was uh, in, when I was uh, at KCF, the Korean Christian fellowship, uh, on campus in McMaster when I was doing presidency I would talk to some of the first years and second years and then some then they're just like oh I like you know I I wish I was kind of like this other upper year with these gifts and I think that's what's really hard because then there's certain gifts yeah that that are high, certainly highlighted in the church uh, more than others and it's so, it's so easy to have it to to have a comparative culture when that's really the case and I think one of one ways to just you safeguard against that is to let others know how important their parts are, like mm-hmm. how important their roles are in the church. Or if they're doing something for the church, tell them how much you appreciate their work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to let them know that, hey, you're a part of the, like, aside from seminars or, you know, preaching about it, actually practically go up to the person who is welcoming people let's say Mm -hmm. um how great they are at welcoming people and how friendly they look and how just approachable that they are and just appreciate that or if someone is preparing for the church potluck you know the gift of hospitality Mm -hmm. um yeah just appreciate them and um, tell them how much god is using them um, tell them how much you appreciate that they're be they're willing to work for God and now um, you know affirm that spiritual gift in them uh, and let actually let them know that that is actually a spiritual gift because some some of the background roles uh, that are being done in church some people don't know that what they're doing is actually you know w- or what they are gifted in doing is actually a spiritual gift mm-hmm. so actually let them know right? That they're gifted in what they're doing for the church. Yeah. I think, I think to add on, I think uh, we were talking about vocational discipleship, right? A couple of weeks ago, I think something similar to that, like a likeness would be really great in this case too. So if you are, uh, yeah, if you're blessed with the gift of discipleship uh, uh, and either way, we're all called to discipleship into some form of way. Um, yeah, like reach out to someone who's younger, someone who is, uh, yeah, uh, may perhaps like still like entering the workplace. Um, or maybe they're trying to figure out their place in the world and in, in church. Um, you know, try to see like, oh, what is your spiritual gift and trying to help them find that. Um, and not using like, oh, this person, uh, person A, uh, he looks like he has teaching. So, uh, you know, let's, let's try to make you have uh, a gift of teaching. No, no, like try to like, like, like teaching. <laughs> yeah. Your whole yeah. life. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, like just, uh, yeah, just being able to reach out to someone and, and try to help them 
know what their spiritual gift is and what God has been calling them to be doing. And I think the other way around too, uh, for those who are younger, like find someone who can mentor you, find someone who can help you um, figure out what your spiritual gift is. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's why I think discipleship is key. One-on-one small group. Uh, I think we can do a whole lot of educating and, um, you know, building up the church when we choose to take someone or some people under our wing and to just mentor them um, in specific topics like, you know, spiritual gifts or biblical knowledge or whatever it is that you're passionate with, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I think also kind of to add to that is that, um, like, you can, de- like, I don't, I was always taught that you could develop to a certain extent, right, with the opportunity um, that, that arises. Because uh, there, I guess the reason why I'm saying that is that some of us not, may not know what our gift is until we're put into, posi- into a position. Mm-hmm to use mm-hmm. something to, to get the job done. And that's how we find out. Yeah. We're, we're, we have a gift for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I mean, that's pretty much it, but I mean, it's just like, yeah, we're not going to know what it is. Uh, and so, you know, don't be afraid to try different things, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid yeah. to, you know, to, to stretch out and see where, you know, uh, you know, where you can be effective and it's okay if you if you're not if you're not effective with one don't be afraid don't feel bad if you crash and burn on whatever thing that you try out you know uh just know that that may not be your spiritual gift right and just keep searching because you do every like i said and i I don't want to sound like a broken record but everybody has one Mm -hmm. at least one yeah yeah Mm -hmm. And I think like what you said is really important because spiritual gifts are not static. Yeah. Um, right. the, the status of the church and the health of the church is not static. The needs of the church is not like always the same. So if the Holy Spirit sees that the church needs something and you're willing to step into that void, um, step into that need and to fulfill yeah, that you role. Might, you might get um, that gift on the spot. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Spirit, I think, will be willing to give that to you because yeah. I don't think the Holy Spirit will let the church die. Like, mm. um, there, If there are people who are willing, then the Holy Spirit will always fill those needs with the people who are willing. Well, that's so it's not static. I think. Hmm? do you think that'll be for like everybody like is it just do you think it's just the willing heart that um just the willing heart that um that kind of qualifies us for getting like a specific gift do you know what i mean like it's just like Mm, okay as long as i have like a as long as i have you know this willing heart i really want to do it because i don't know there's times where i really wanted to have the gift of language (laughs) But it didn't come, it didn't come through for me. So maybe um, I didn't want it enough. Maybe I'm not. It wasn't just for me. Or maybe maybe you, as you said, experimented and tried, but I guess <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> yeah, or maybe things would have been so much easier if I got the the gift of language. Yeah, um, maybe it's not really a need that the Holy Spirit maybe. sees. 
at least right now. At least right now. At least, I mean, yeah, maybe you you be called back to the Philippines, and then you have to learn and master that <laughs> Filipino, and then look at that. <laughs> That's one. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be waiting for that that call. The Manila. <laughs> Manila Why ministry? stop at Manila's? Do M&M, some food, man. M&M Ministries. Yeah. Do Mindanao. <laughs> hey 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 beautiful people thanks for tuning into this episode we had a lot to say so we have to split the episodes into two parts the second part of our discussion on spiritual gifts will be out next wednesday you can follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at the handle at the prodigals pod if you liked what you heard then go ahead and follow and subscribe so you can be up to date with our episodes. That's all we have for you today. And we hope that you join us next week for another episode of the Prodigals Podcast.